0: everyone welcome to nom talk network we are here to talk about Baslerman's the great gatsby because one's not a good time to talk about the great gatsby this is totally not like a uh like I, I just like bringing up the great gatsby makes me think of like okay this is a study group we're gonna talk about this movie based on the book that everyone has to read in high school mm-hmm. um no shade, Great Gatsby is actually my favorite book of all time, so um, I'm excited to revisit it with y'all, and um, like uh, one of our guests, Michael Flores, uh, pointed out, Elizabeth Debicki is in this movie, and she can be seen currently in Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3 is the Sovereign, okay. so it kind of still connects very loosely to the zeitgeist of what's going on <laughs> this weekend. Uh, without further ado, I want to introduce everyone. Uh, Michael Flores, let will start with you. Just, uh, you know, tell the people what you do.
1: Hi, how's it going? I'm Mike, um, or you can call me Mikey, if you want. I am um, uh, just uh, do a lot of work behind the scenes, like PA production and stuff like that um but yeah and uh, today i'm just having some some duncan yes uh, <laughs> what are you like
0: having dun- in dun- the duncan bag i want to know what is are. You uh like?
1: i had like a i have a a boston cream and um and a Bavarian cream uh it's the it's, like it's the white powdered one so it's like super messy and i don't want to like yeah over the place and have like white <laughs> right <laughs> right all right over my black shirt so it's kind of like i don't i'm gonna eat it sparingly but yeah and then i had like a nice
0: coffee that's that's my dinner it's like breakfast, awesome. for dinner, I guess. Breakfast for dinner,
2: we love that. <laughs> breakfast food all day, there you and go. we also have Laura. Hi, um, yeah, I'm I, I'm a journalist and a geek, uh, like a huge geek and a huge like like musical buff uh, regarding this like this is not musical but the music is just beautiful because Baz Luhrmann, Baz Luhrmann does everything amazing with like music and and production value um bizarre. and <laughs> so I'm here I'm here um but I'm here I'm so excited to talk about it because like you know I, I watched it again recently but I watched it like when it first came out because like it was it, it was like Talked about as the next big uh, big thing. It was before like I was really writing, and so I'm like, oh, cool to revisit something that you know. It's great because you get to revisit like his work back then and now with Elvis and his other stuff. So it's like really cool to to see this. And then also, I am what I what am I having? I'm having it's AAPI month, so I'm having Bravette is which is a um it's a it's a, a can cocktail sparkling cocktail. Ooh. So I'm having sake and tonic vervet i'm not getting paid oh by God. sponsorships or anything and i just <laughs> i just really like their stuff because it's asian-owned it delicious yeah but farm yeah. to can so everything is naturally and made in california so this one's margarita mule and i have the sake and tonic so i'm drinking those tonight and then i'll be getting pizza sam
0: oh yum yes yeah, i thought Austin, asian owned, but i think maybe so much uh, very <laughs> east coasty sort of foods um uh, <laughs> i don't have any east coasty sort of foods i have a my my own take on a uh green tea mint latte that i made uh <laughs> i'm obsessed <laughs> with teas and mint um i probably can even make a mint julep at some point um which i should have thought of earlier but i don't think i have the right alcohol for it and just that, that's appropriate like because rice. yeah
1: mint julep because tomorrow's the uh kentucky derby
0: oh so. yes and then they have them in the movie so yeah yeah. Yes, I I will probably get a mint julep after this. Um, maybe I just have some rice and some like beef, you know, meat and potatoes. That's not meat and potatoes. That's meat and potatoes and rice. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Um, The Great Gatsby, like I said, is my favorite book. So, uh, for me, I st- I wasn't a journalist yet when the movie came out. Um, I can't remember, you know, how old I was. I will let leave that to be ambiguous, <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, I remember being very excited for this movie. I love Baz Luhrmann growing up. Moulin Rouge and Romeo and Juliet were two of my favorite movies growing up. And um, yeah, like this when it was announced i was excited i did follow the casting like a nerd like i am a nerd so i i would be on imdb trying to see like oh who could it be and for me for the longest time i really wanted gatsby to be played by ryan gosling that was like my original hmm. like fan cast before the movie came out where y'all sort of like preferably like interested in the movie before it was released and did you like have any ideas on like casting
2: um well no when Leo was cast because like I knew he was trying to be back then he was trying to be like a serious actor he was doing Departed and all that stuff so with The Great Gatsby because like you know we all had to read it in in high school yeah. like I know that was like we had to um my main thing was I like, wanted the I wanted Nick to be like uh like Nick was important to me as a as a, a thing I didn't imagine Tobey Maguire at all um I think I was like who who was like because like uh, with the with the guys we Ryan uh, Ryan um, Ryan Gosling would have been perfect actually that was, and even now um, but when Leo was cast I was like happy about it Nick I was like Toby McGuire I knew him from Spider Man so it's kind of like mm-hmm. I don't know much because he didn't really do much after he did small parts so yeah. I'm kind of like okay let's see how this goes I was okay with <laughs> it
1: um, for me I when i heard about this movie i didn't i, I didn't know if there were any of any casting before this so i when i heard about it it was already cast basically so i didn't have any like thoughts of who should be what and anything like that i did like the fact that it was like it was uh leo and toby who were supposedly mm-hmm. best friends at the time of this movie and it's like oh, okay that's kind of a cool thing to play those two in the same movie and then when i saw the rest of the cast i'm like oh this is like all the the hot up and coming actors carrie mulligan was like huge back then oh yeah
0: yeah
2: Yeah. still
1: very 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 like now so i mean um yeah it was it was a good cast i didn't have any uh you know any wish list but um i thought it was great yeah
0: yeah i i was doing my job before it was a job in my (laughs) life (laughs) um yeah like i said i was like lurking on imdb and on message boards being like who's gonna be who like who do you imagine being like daisy and all this but um yeah, like I said, like I was like, oh, into Ryan Gosling being it. I was really excited about Toby because I'm I'm also like a huge Spider-Man fan. And even before Spider-Man or around Spider-Man, he was doing some like dramas in between and stuff. So I knew he had like the chops for it. Um, Harry Mulligan, I was very excited for because she just mm-hmm. had this like mysterious air, was an indie darling. The one that shook me, though, <laughs> was Joel Edgerton because I was like, yeah hang on I've seen his face before who is he and then it was like it's Uncle Owen from the prequels yeah I was like what <laughs> they have Uncle Owen from the prequels gonna be Tommy Buchanan like the evilest dude ever what <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that yeah. drove me crazy and for the longest time I was like like, when the movie came out, I was like, whoa, this guy played um, Tom Buchanan. He was so evil. Maybe he should have been Darth Vader or Anakin. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, he was, I think, one of the stronger cast people in this that was unexpected, for sure. And then Isla Fisher, a comedian. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elizabeth DeBecki was, like, relatively unknown at the time. So, I think, overall, Baz, like, really got, like, a, a really good core ensemble for this.
2: You know what I remember yeah. them who i wanted for daisy in my mind kieran knightley Ooh. oh
1: that would have been good yeah. yeah
2: Yeah. actually i remember i was like because i was obsessed with her like since like 2007 and then beyond um and then i was just like kieran knightley and everything <laughs> so mm-hmm. i think in that time yeah
1: yeah i think joel like he he when after this role i couldn't see him as anything but an asshole like yeah. in anything he ever played after that i was like he's an asshole like he could be the nicest like character in Like a hero in whatever thing he did, but he was an asshole after this for me.
0: (laughs) There's so many actors who are like that. Like for me, Sir Ronan was that for the longest time. Like after seeing her in Atonement, I hated her. Like, not Mm -hmm. her as a person. I just was so mad at her performance which is incredible because <laughs> obviously it's a testament to her performance that yeah. she angered so many people <laughs> in atonement that like I could not watch her in anything I was that mad it pretty much broke and like that whole thing broke when I saw Little Women and then I was like okay I like her now <laughs> I'm oh, okay with wow. her now <laughs> She's but yeah that. I totally see that for Joel Edgerton what was everyone's relationship with the great Gatsby um before the movie came out like I know we all mentioned that we all had to read it in high school did y'all like it in high school
1: (laughs) I I liked it um I don't remember what grade I read it at when is it the high school book usually right yeah
0: yeah but
1: so yeah so I I guess around maybe seniors I don't remember when but um I really liked it um I don't think it captured my imagination like it did for a lot of other people. For me, it was just like an assignment. I read it. And I was like, okay, it was whatever it is. And it was it was interesting to me, um, but um, and I knew there was a movie of, of it uh, previously with the Robert Redford. Mm-hmm. But Robert I, I just, I, you know, once I read the book, and then I just never really felt that interested in seeing the movie. Um, but it's definitely it's definitely considered an American classic. So I mean, um, it's it's I appreciate it for that. Yeah.
2: Like. I know where we had to read it because there's so much symbolism. And I, I I appreciate that, like learning about it and what uh, Gatsby represented, you know, um, you know, Jay cast represented um, with his ideals and everything. But I still felt sad because I really, like for me, I like, I like things to end in a happy note. And I, I think back then in mm-hmm. high school, I was like, oh, I don't like the sadness. I don't like that Gatsby, mm-hmm. you know, like, was killed and I don't like that myrtle and I like um all that stuff like I just don't like ending on a sad note and then you know I think back then we we all even now we understand why these things have to happen but back then you're just like no it's so sad and then watching it too like in in like like back in the old one and then um with 2013 it's just like it's still like it hits you because like the the hero doesn't win um, and there's a reason behind it, but it's still, like, I don't like that. And, like, I think it still brings me memories of, like, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it, it could be a beautifully told story. It could be, like, every, and it's, like, done wonderfully done, but it's just still, a, just a sad moment for me. Like, just knowing that it doesn't end in a happy note.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, I, like, obviously there's reasons we read it in high school. I'm actually surprised it's not banned. <laughs> I think,
2: mm-hmm. especially yeah. with,
0: um you know what it has to say about like the 1% versus everyone else who comes from marginalized backgrounds and specifically talking about the nouveau riche through gatsby being like a self-made person even if his means were you know partially sketchy but also partially being taken in by you know someone um and he was a military man so i think like you know it kind of spoke a lot to um people who grew up in the era of actually being able to make something of themselves out of nothing um but you know like you said it is very sad and tragic because you have Myrtle and Gatsby who ultimately get stomped on by the rich and careless um (laughs) in in the pursuit of you know their their dreams and desires and and stuff so kind of you know thought you know it was such an early introduction to that sort of systemic dynamic that we're still battling to this day for sure yeah. um but yeah and like seeing that ending happen each time is always so sad and you know like you have it be told by Nick's perspective which definitely you know gives you like the 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 the, the, the perspective of someone who goes through both worlds Essentially, um, which I think Toby did a really good job in in the movie for sure. Yeah,
2: no, I was like really pleasantly surprised with his performance, like because I think like I wasn't involved. like guess like like you said, like back it was like ten years ago, and like so it's like it's it's so great to see him in this. Thing. He was great. Everyone did a great great job in this. All the performances were 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 really really well well done. Um, I just felt like oh I understand they're trying to do symbolism. And I, th- I think the reason why it didn't get banned because it's white characters. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in, like, regarding that,
0: although although I I, I I meant to bring this up, um, there is a theory that's been going around on Tumblr and Twitter that Gatsby is coded for someone who is white passing, and oh, that you can read the book huh. with that interpretation in mind, and it works somehow. So I like, I like that. Like I know it recently became part of public domain and I really hope that we see like a, a take on the material that embraces yeah. that. Cause that'd be really cool. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. I also liked Nick as, as uh, I mean, sorry, Toby as Nick too, because I'd seen his stuff before like in Satterhouse Rules, I knew he could pull off mm-hmm. this character. And I think that's the one character that I actually identified more with. And I think you're supposed to identify more with him as the reader um, because, you know, it's from his perspective and everything. So it's like, um, I think that was the one character that I was really looking forward to, like them nailing. And they, I think they got it with him. At least rewatching it again, I felt like that was a good choice for me. Um, and then like like you said, the symbolism too about the class struggle and everything like that. At the time when I was growing up, like I just didn't really, I mean, they that was the lesson they were trying to teach us at school and stuff. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I just wasn't really, I didn't live enough, you know, obviously, you know, you know, to understand that how important this was. And of course, now that rewatching it, it kind of like makes makes way more sense of why they play why they have us read this in, in school and stuff, because you know, it really is it speaks to a lot of things that you have to come to terms with when you get older, you know?
2: Yeah, I think it's something you appreciate though when you get older, because yeah. when you're younger, you were like, This is an assignment. Um, yeah. and and it didn't affect us regarding um, I feel like this is like a talk on like on on like um, this feels like a breakdown of like a college class where you're breaking down. Like, <laughs> um, no, but it is like you're 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 like while well, in school, it's like you had to break down these classes and like the, the the levels of class and like the rich, like, like you said, the one percent will always win, and that's what what happens in the end. Like George, all the three that you know that were low uh, in the low social economic, um, all all perished. You know. And so it, it becomes one of those, like, the rich get away with it. And then that's why it's, like, sad to me because, like, it's, like, I don't want that to be what happened, you know? And so, like, I feel like the book should be read throughout your life, too. Oh, yeah, for it, sure. It yeah. Too, but because when you're, when you're in high school, you don't really understand it. You understand it based on explaining it. But once you live your, your life and we see it go on, I mean, mm-hmm. nowadays, like, I feel like high school students do understand, like, because they're more, the internet has been, is more
1: yeah
2: Yeah. The rich more people active. tell on themselves. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. There's, yeah. Like, there's so much. And like, you know, there's the age of technology where we get to, to talk about it versus in high school, like the internet, like there's internet, but everyone used like Live Journal and stuff like that. And yeah. so like now it's like, it's it, now I feel like, yes, it's an appropriate time to really talk about that because like. Social movement has helped it a lot. Um, but yeah, like this, but the, having this movie, I feel like actually also kind of moved it further to another medium where everyone gets to watch it. And I'm glad Baz Lerman did because not many people, even though we had to read in, in high school, it didn't stay with us. So I think that having the movie in this platform and this big, it gives us another story to, to look at it and to reevaluate Gatsby. Back um back in the day. And it's nice that we get to talk about it 10 years later because it's still super, super relevant in terms of like excuse me, in terms of like um just what we're living through of like like Elon Musk and all that stuff. Like how yeah. and even with the writer's strike, the the one percent is always gonna be like taken over while the little guys suffer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're like losing so much money per day that is like a fraction of what's being asked for.
2: They are they're Just only asking lot. for two anyway. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah union <laughs> <mean> strong. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're so so solidarity guys. Strong, solidarity. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um yeah, so we have a comment um from Princess of D, 11th grade, can never forget, loved it, read it again in my twenties, and was very pleased with Leo because I came up uh when 95 Romeo and Juliet was everything. And no, yeah, like Romeo and Juliet definitely put Leo on the map for sure yeah and just even like Baz Luhrmann uh you know so we were talking about like the perspectives of some of the um social things that come up in this movie um it's interesting that Baz Luhrmann's kind of like Nick Carraway in a way where he's like he's not American which is you know surprising to have this great american novel be told by an australian person who is incredibly talented and um but i also think it's powerful in that he's able to be like nick and really be this sort of like not the word isn't like impartial but like he was able to navigate the themes without necessarily siding with like the one percent and stuff Mm-hmm. Um and like I would even give him some credit with um Elvis because he did include that Elvis took um his style and uh, musical sort of like um inspirations from Black culture and like that wasn't left out like I've seen other Elvis like documentaries where they completely leave that out and like totally yeah. like you know erase that yeah exactly (laughs) so um that's the like really cool thing about Baz Luhrmann as a filmmaker is that he provides that nuance of being an outside perspective in the same way that sort of Nate Carraway provided that in the book about the people he was interacting with um and like you know like Romeo and Juliet is everything (laughs) obviously yeah I think Baz did
2: like I I really would I, like when I was reading like doing watching it and re- reliving it and reading about it just to prepare. Like Baz Luhrmann, he just is able to elevate the story by bringing you to that area era. You know, like the production value. Moulin Rouge is one of my favorite um, uh, movies of all time. One of them, like the, like t- totally, totally top five. And he's able to like kind of bring you there, like with the production because reading it it's like it sounds glamorous and you know about it Robert Renford's time like they couldn't have didn't have the budget and the um filmography but um technology but here we get it's like 2013 and they just did a beautiful job with the production the costumes Mm -hmm. and bringing you into this world with the glam like the glam like and glamorize it which is I know a lot of people like said oh uh, you know Fitzgerald would not have liked that that's the whole purpose of like showcasing that but I think I think Baz Lerman did a great job balancing the ugliness and the beauty Mm because there's like even though it's showing this like razz dazz it's like also showing like the the horrible like side to it too it's like I want you to focus on this razzle dazzle but I want you to know this horrible story is happening yeah um so I thought that it was great that we got his style onto this story because Baz Lerman is known for his razzle dazzle so I'm Mm -hmm. really glad that you know this is the perfect story for that.
1: Yeah I for mean sure. Baz Luhrmann is just he's all about spectacle and like making everything bigger than it should be it seems to be you would think um so I think that's the the beauty of like you said like of him doing these kind of movies because like he takes movies that are like you know Romeo and Juliet like that you know and and Gatsby that were like were assignments and kind of tedious for us to do as kids but because he adds, he's so good at bring this, bring spectacle to it, making it a big deal. Um, it, it like it cut, catches your attention, and like, and that's what I think that, um, like, for me, like, I think, as I've gotten older, I kind of like, kind of gotten away from his style as far as a director goes, because he's he's very, I mean, he's very big, and he's he's very audacious and stuff, but, um, uh, I I think my my sensibilities have kind of changed as I've gotten older, but I still appreciate the fact that like, he does bring it to like these movies that should be seen by a bigger audience. And because he does the big casting, like the huge stars, um, the trailers are just amazing. Cause like, you see all the, all the stuff that goes into it. Then like, it'll draw all these people that are like, Oh, I remember that book when I was a kid. Now I'll check out this, you know, this big Hollywood production of it, you know? Um, And I think that's what um he brings to it is that it just, it adds, to the curiosity and to like, you know, to to get people more into it than they were back when they originally read the properties, like Romeo and Juliet and the stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Definitely. I know we've been like, you know, singing the praises of Boz Lerman and his style. And but we all like kind of agree that we're in the same ballpark of it being like a three to three and a half rating. Do y'all think it's because, you know, sometimes Boz Luhrmann's maximalism outmaximalizes the characters and, and talent that he has attached? Because, like, I felt like it, as much as I thought that Leo looked the part as Gatsby, he kind of felt muddled to me in a way that, like, you know, as someone who's been, like, a fan of that character, like, for me, Gatsby was everything. I, I totally did that fangirl thing where I totally based my entire personality off of Gatsby. <laughs> um So, like, for me, it didn't, like, meet, but that also could be, like, a fangirl sort of expectation where it's, like, no one's ever gonna, like, reach that sort of, like, mental picture of that character. Um, Although I still think Ryan Gosling would have met that for me. Um, But, yeah, like, uh, I just feel that, like, somehow Leo's performance was, like, yeah, like, muddled in a way. I don't know if that makes sense.
1: I could see that. I mean, I think that partly it has to do with um i think the the ensemble cast that he's surrounded with you know also i think it's kind of i mean i i hate to say but i think a lot of the cast outshined him a lot in in the movie so it's it's kind of like and i think it's because i mean he's super talented but carrie mulligan is so talented and joel edgerton is so talented and like and toby and like they're all really talented and and I uh, I don't know I think I think it's more of a more of a, um I hate to say it, it kind of exposes it kind of exposed DiCaprio as being a movie star and a good actor but not a great actor you know what I mean possibly I don't know
2: no I I, I completely understand. I completely agree with you regarding that because like although it was like the pizzazz and like it sparkled everything was just beautiful but that was just it there was no depth mm-hmm. behind it. It was just everything was just layered, beautiful, beautiful. But there's nothing deeper behind the behind the eyes, behind the the, the smiles and everything. Um, it just felt like okay, the like I'm not going to compare it to Babylon because Babylon was <laughs> the uh, uh, but <laughs> it, it had, it, yeah. Babylon had the razzle dazzle that takes that is like wow surface level gorgeous, but then the the depth behind it there was nothing there. And I Mm -hmm. felt like performances were good, but it wasn't cohesive enough for me. Where I was just like, oh my God, like this is getting like so deep. Like it was just watching, like, oh, that's pretty good. Okay, move on. Razzle dazzle. And I'm like, oh wow, it's just it's every like everything on the surface is beautiful, but there's nothing deep behind it. Mm Yeah.
0: I also don't know if it's maybe exactly like Michael you said where it exposed leonardo dicaprio who yes is a good actor but it like exposed how his talent is very movie star based and obviously earned and stuff because he's been in oh, yeah. so many iconic roles um but it was hard to see him as this person that came out of nothing um and like you know created this little empire to get the girl of his dreams because at the end of the day you're like but that- <laughs> yeah exactly that's Romeo
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you because I was like oh like when I think back um back then when it was first cast I'm like how can you not fall in love with this guy even when he's like poor and had to go to the war and he's like talking to you and like it's like you're he has pretty privilege you know like mm-hmm. he, like if if Daisy Buchanan won't love him it is so easy for anyone to love him it's not like there's I think, yeah. he, I think there's an issue of, like, but then, yeah, but then the acting-wise, like, I felt like, yeah, you, even though you have pretty privilege, you could still make yourself kind of ugly in a way, like, you know, like, Bill yeah. Edrican, beautiful man, beautiful man, I hated his guts in this, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. because, you know, who he played, so he was not attractive to me, so I'm like, Leonardo DiCaprio, you're always, you're always pretty, you're always attractive, That it's hard to believe all this stuff
0: definitely yeah
2: like there's so many scenes where i was
0: like he's being severe like he's being like severe when he's not being charming but the severeness was a little like like one note i don't know i feel uncomfortable criticizing leonardo dicaprio
2: <laughs> he's, no, he's, he's improved within the ten, yeah. the 10 years like you know when he won the academy award you know finally um but you know, no one, no one was nominated for anything in this in this movie
1: other than production and costume. Yeah. No, I also also wonder if maybe it's it's a product of the book itself. Like maybe the characters weren't as deep as we thought they were, and there was mm-hmm. nothing for them to pull from. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, maybe we were we were just assigning you know things to these characters that we thought that were there was more to them than there actually was, and it was kind of like. Exposed in this movie that it really isn't. It's more to it's more about the story, I guess, and not so much the characters. Yeah. Um. In in as far as the book goes, but I think in a movie you kind of have to like dig deeper and try to find more about the character. And I don't think there was anything to dig deep into Gatsby's character. It was just all there on the on paper already.
0: Yeah, so. and it was also everything we know about Gatsby for the most part until he's introduced. Um, is told through other people's sort of perspectives and there's a mysticism that's created about him before he mm-hmm. shows up so i don't know if maybe leo decided to play it not living up to the maximalism of what other people were saying about him and played it like kind of more grounded and you know it's not that deep
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know
1: yeah
0: Which i mean that that also works
2: yeah but i mean it's great because like I don't, like, everyone just did a great job, but it was just okay. Like, everyone, it was, yeah, like, yeah. there were great performances, but just, mm-hmm. again, not cohesive. Not for me. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely one of those, like,
0: challenging books to probably adapt to because, you know, of, of like, the stylized version of, of like, the story being very, like, um, told through um like these different fragments and you don't find out the entirety of what happened um between the two like for example like Daisy and, and Gatsby till like way later on. Um, yeah. Yeah. But you know, um and there are just a bunch of like choices too that I was like um wondering if if they entirely worked with, like did the music work for y'all like the out of time music into like the like the present music or the modern music in being infused with the music of that era, did that work for y'all?
2: I think I accepted it because it's Baz Luhrmann. I'm I was fine with it. Again, like the everything was beautiful, but it was just fine, you know, the mm-hmm. layers. But I mean, it was I was okay with it because knowing his his way of style, if I if it wasn't Baz Luhrmann, maybe it would be out of, out of the thing for me. But I think I had the mindset of like, oh, I'm going to go into watching the Baz Luhrmann, and it better have music. I mean. The soundtrack, Lana Del Rey, is amazing. Like I'm obsessed mm-hmm. with like the with the song for that, Young and Beautiful. But like I And Beyonce's
0: cover of um Back to Black. Oh, mm-hmm. oh.
2: like the so music is was, was fine. It's just maybe because I'm so used to his style being kind of like that. Like where it's like he, he wants it to be more relatable. I don't know. But I, yeah. I was I was fine with it.
1: Nowadays, I'm not so much... I don't like it, but I think at the time, like you said, it's Baz Luhrmann, so you understand that that's what's going to happen. You, you you go into it knowing that that's what he does, and so it didn't bother me at the time. Um, nowadays, it does bother me. Um, I feel like the story... I would love to see a story that was bigger, but not Baz Luhrmann big, and like you said, maybe possibly um, with his casting choices, like if Gatsby was white passing, then maybe something like that, oh, where I, I think that would like I would enhance the story and bring it back to the story and not so much the glitz and the glamour. You know what I mean? Um, but of course, you still have to have some of that because it's Gatsby. But I mean, um, yeah, as far as the music goes, you know, I love the music when I was listening to it. And I'll probably still download the soundtrack again and just re-listen to it again. But um, yeah, it, uh, it did bother me, um, I think. I don't know why it didn't bother me as much for like other things he's done but for this one it really did because i think the music of this era it kind of it's a character in its own and by him kind of taking it and twisting it around to be more modern he took away a character almost like a feel of what it was like to live in this era you know what i mean yeah
2: well at times it was distracting there were moments where i'm like oh i pause it does take you out a little bit because it's supposed to keep you in like like what Michael said um so I don't know like for me it's like oh no it's Baz Lerman. I mean like when that it's... the Black
0: Eyed Peas needle drop happens I was kind of taken
2: out yeah, yeah. But the, the, like <laughs> I was just like honestly I was just like oh Baz Luhrmann like yeah. <laughs> that was, like my, that was <laughs> my mind I'm like oh Baz Lerman. I was just like okay this is this is how he does So like you know and um yeah. but yeah I um I I I I it took me out a little bit, but then I just went back in, just accepting who he was. I think if it was a dir- different director. I've been like, "What the f is this?" You know. Um, but thinking about it, I'm just like, you know, this is overall. It was an entertaining movie. I don't know if it was an entertaining Gatsby movie.
1: That's exactly yes.
2: Yeah.
0: I feel like, I don't know if there's been an entertaining Gatsby movie.
2: (laughs) I feel like it lost a lot of the symbolism. You know, like, the signs of hope, what Gatsby represents, what George represents, and, like, I was just like, there's not enough George to really, like, get the the desperation of him. Um, And, like, yeah, like, and you know just women aren't treated well so i'm just like uh it's the gatsby movie so it's a gatsby book so um but yeah and there's
0: like, ways to kind of like modernize and justify why women went along with things back mm-hmm. in the day like i really love what a Greta Gerwig did with uh in little women with Florence Pugh's character
2: Oh, yeah. She had
0: like that whole monologue about like why she is like why marriage is important to her and like a state having a station, you know, because she can't just get a job like she would want and stuff like that. So like, I feel like you know, if there was more nuance to that in the take, yeah, you know, it would it would help, <laughs> like sort of um, make it more palpable, palpable, blah, blah blah words, you know what I mean, <laughs> um. Like it would make the pill easier to swallow when when we see Daisy ultimately make her choice. Yeah, if that makes sense. Well, yeah. like like what you're I'm
1: touching, what you said right there about Little Women. It's like there have been so many adaptations of Little Women, but I think it. it I think until Greta Gerwig finally got to it, then it found the right voice, and I think Gatsby hasn't found the right voice yet to adapt it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think I think the best Gatsby is yet to come. But until they find the right director for it, and Bazerman wasn't the right director for it, um, then it's not gonna. It's just gonna be either very plain, very boring, uh, an assignment, or it's gonna be an overblown spectacle designed to get to bring people in. But still, there's no substance to it. They, it needs the right director to to bring that out, and they haven't found it yet.
0: Yeah, oh, for
2: sure, it needs the Muppets. <laughs> um, I don't know about George shooting like, uh, a Muppet Gatsby. Oh my <laughs> god! I don't know how. Or when Myrtle gets like run over. I, don't I know, know, right? I, don't know how so I feel about a if This
1: was the Muppets. I think George would be the Swedish Chef, maybe.
2: Mm-hmm. And then, Myrtle like,
1: yeah. and then Muriel would be Janice.
0: Yeah, uh, I could see.
1: I could. Oh, I don't know who. Up, oh my god! So.
0: We have to cast. We have to cast the Muppet, Muppet, Muppet version yes, now. Yes, yes. Gonzo. Gonzo would have to be a uh, great Gatsby. Yes.
2: I was, oh. I was gonna say Nick.
0: I was say Nick because he's like the narrator, you know, oh. like the main
2: character. But he's also mm. like, yeah, uh, yeah. But who would play Gatsby? Like Muppet Gatsby.
0: Oh.
2: Oh, but you know who should play Eagle? No, uh, Eagle Tom, Tom for for um. For, oh, he yeah. should.
1: He should be Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Eagle, I'm like, oh, Sam, like, Sam oh, the yeah, Eagle. He's,
1: he's got the Buchanan eyebrows too, he's right? like he he's like, What are you doing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, it kind of uh, leaves it to like where obviously people would want to see. I mean, I,
2: I would want to see uh, Kermit, Kermit would be and... Nick
1: because he's like a man. You
0: know?
2: I think Kermit would be Nick and Gonzo. Yeah. I can see Gonzo as Great Gatsby, like the he's great a lot. Cause, Gonzo, because Gonzo has life <laughs> or is exaggerated everything. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, good point.
2: Yeah. Conzo exaggerates everything, so I definitely believe it's it's Conzo.
1: But then, would Camilla be the chick? Would be? Would that be Daisy? The, yeah. The, the chicken?
2: yeah. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> because like she's done a like a flapper outfit before.
1: Oh, well, there you go.
2: Yeah, yeah. So we have this whole we and have Sam there. Sam have the eagle
0: is a bird. It's
1: public domain. So like, we should just do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, Sam the eagle is a bird, and then she's a bird, so she's like, I got to be with <sighs> my bird kind.
1: You solved it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Like, but Daisy has always represented selfishness and social climbing, too. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of like, yeah. Who I'm would be say... Jordan? <laughs> Miss Piggy would be Jordan. I could see, see that. I could see that. I could definitely see that. Like a yeah. very angry golfer. You but know? the thing is, she needs Wait, to be what... the center of attention all the time. So, I don't know <laughs> if she would do if she like... could handle. <laughs>
0: Like it's be funny because like... it would be I, I it would think... be a gag of her trying to steal the movie.
2: Yeah. I guess I can Im- I can also imagine Miss Piggy running over someone.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Who would be so... who would Fozzie play though? Fozzie needs to be in it.
2: He's always a jazz person. Waka waka waka. Oh my god! He'll be like man. the jazz band. Yeah. Like, and like, like at his parties
0: or Gatsby's um accomplice guy, the the guy that he works with on the on the on the oh yeah. Stuff. yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah. Hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> I want to see this, but also I don't want to see like. <laughs> My <laughs> you know, I don't want to see that. Oh my god. I don't want uh, <laughs> so, Okay. I mean Maria's it would be a Disney
1: who? it did be a Disney plus thing then, so it I don't just, know that they'd the entire thing. I don't know.
2: Oh my god. But okay, okay. uh yeah, oh, but Joel man. Edgerton is so good though. Overall, mm-hmm. like Tom and S- Sandy Eagle would be great. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Okay, but real talk, who would Joel like to see in a potential like next take of The Great Gatsby? Like either directing or writing and and
2: starring in. I would love to see a woman take take the take the lead. The only problem is about Great Gatsby is that you have to either sacrifice the pizzazz over the um the, the 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 meatiness of it because I feel like it's really difficult because it's really hard to balance pe- like the flashy production and like really hearty meaty stuff of Fritzgerald, you know like. But Babylon tried, and like you know, bless their hearts, like for trying to b- bring out a Hollywood story with the flashiness. But oh, yeah. I feel like the flashiness out-sh- I outshined it versus mm-hmm. this one too. I feel like the flashiness kind of outshine what the meat of the of the story is, and so I feel like it's really hard to find the balance uh, between like the the meat of the story and the the the, the flashiness yeah. because it's tra- it's been tried before for other movies. And there's always like a sacrifice of one or the other. But I would like to see a woman like rather go and do it. But I just feel like she would get to the meat. It's just really hard to get that production of what Although, the companies. Yeah.
0: Barbie might be a way of seeing if she can do both, because I feel like Barbie is a maximalist sort of movie. Right, she's yeah, doing that. yeah. So we're gonna see how she handles that. And Ryan
2: Gosling is in it. Oh Barbie yeah, yeah. if she
1: just done. takes the entire cast from that movie and just brings it over <laughs> yeah, for her? Just her bring,
0: bring it over yeah yeah, yeah but no I
2: would like yeah. to see her to do that and then also yeah. to me Chalamet would be great in um in the role I don't I think maybe as Gatsby or yeah just uh, actually just Gatsby or Nick because yeah, he he's can Nick great, too. he can play I he mean, can he play both you know voice. what Have him you yeah. both like <laughs> I
0: feel like he'd be a great Nick and who'd be a good like white passing actor to be because I, I want to see that I want to see the next Gatsby be like a white passing actor yeah um, huh.
2: it's Oh man, I'm like trying to think of all the like. I feel
0: like Henry
2: Golding looks like a Gatsby, but I don't know uh, if he could play. I Gatsby. was just
1: thinking of him. I couldn't remember his name, but yeah, he he does. He could be an interesting take on that.
2: Um, I, I don't know. How, like, I think he's a great. He's a good actor. I don't know if he's like Gatsby level yet. Yeah. I love him to death. I just don't know. He's I don't. Very pretty. Him. Yeah. I love yeah. Looking at him, <laughs> like he um, would, I mean, he he would be visually. He's like. He he's great, but it's just really hard to like. Ooh, to, what about
0: Anthony Ramos?
2: I don't think he's passing though, because <laughs> he looks. True.
0: He does look Yeah,
2: I think you yeah. like. Yeah, it's it's really it's really hard to say because it then becomes like controversy regarding that. Yeah. True.
0: Who was
1: the oh. director of, um, uh, the Heights? I can't remember his name right now.
2: Lin-Manuel Miranda in the Heights. Oh, John Chu. John M. Chu. He didn't John direct it, all right? Yeah. John M. Chu, Chu. Maybe he might be a
1: good choice to oh, direct well, John's it. John's
2: really good at like dazzle, dazzle. He's got
1: he's got some that razzle dazzle. He's I, I believe he's an American director, so he kind of probably read the book as a kid.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So and he's and he's got you know the eye of of uh, a non-white director. So I mean
2: That's
1: he might be mm-hmm. able to to bridge the gap maybe because he, and he's he in hit... the
0: Warner Brothers family
1: yeah and he's done some big huge you know action or you know big blockbuster type things but he also has got the indie sensibilities I think and I think he
0: could
1: capture the the vibe of the time but I don't know that's that's uh, just off the top of my head but I, I can't really think of any other of people I would like to see attack you know this uh, project um, as far as actors go um, yeah it's up in the air I don't know
2: <laughs> yeah like but I definitely Timothee Chalamet would be great because he looks like he's from that era so oh he does just, yes. like, he does like if he if told, like, told me he tra- time traveled from the 1920s I'd be like oh, okay
1: but I, felt, <laughs> I feel also that like Gatsby needs to be like a war feel like a war veteran mm-hmm. and Chalamet doesn't feel like a war veteran True. True.
0: So I, mean, I had that like, with Leonardo as well
2: I was like yeah but but I mean, he's in Do, and then he's been through shit in Dune. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the character. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, you know, I, I don't know. Like, who? It's, and you know what? That's, that's, that speaks, the fact that we can't think of anyone speaks to the level of, um, there's not enough actors that is, that, that's not like non white actors that we could think of for these kinds of roles.
1: Now that you mentioned Dune, though, I think, Zendaya as Myrtle would be interesting.
2: I don't. I know. I don't want to see her get hit. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. We don't want black women or any pr- woman of color to be true. the secondary, and Very that true. there's there's Very major true. issues regarding that.
0: Um, true. I vote yeah.
2: Sydney Sweeney. <gasps> Actually, Sydney Sweeney would be perfect as 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 Myrtle. Oh, that's Where good.
1: Hmm.
2: Oh, um, I'm trying to think of like. Yeah, it's it's so hard to like. <gasps> uh what's that his actor who was in Prison Break? Oh um, yeah, that guy. Well, it's crazy because it's like I could have seen Wentworth Miller. Wentworth Miller. Mm-hmm. He's a good actor.
1: Yeah, or I mean
0: good. Zach Morris, if he was younger, is uh, he like no, he literally not, like, is Asian a raising, one passing Asian actor? he's yeah.
2: the raisin. Yeah. Asian mm-hmm. when was miller actually i don't know how old he is but like from the memory of i have in my head he's great and he's a great actor and he has intense eyes it is
0: literally my favorite thing though when you find out when someone's a secret person of
2: color (laughs) yeah Uh i had to like remind people i'm like this person's asian and they're like what zach morris is asian i'm like yes zach morris is asian (laughs) (laughs) Um and there's so many surprise Asians that people are like what? I'm like yeah. Like people uh, forget
1: about Dean Cain too. Super, he's the first Asian superman. Yeah, D- we don't
2: Dean talk Cain? about Dean Cain. We don't talk about Dean Cain. We don't, we don't talk about Dean. Cain. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like uh A- oh Evan Jorg Georgia. Jorg- he would be great. He's of, of the appropriate age now too. You guys know A- he's half um white half um south asian. Ooh. he um he was in victorious also one of my favorites um but you know he's oh, what was he in that's like everyone knows actually if you google him you'll be like oh that guy <laughs> but he's what pretty
0: about, good what about tom buchanan and daisy um uh, what about um oh i i would be maybe someone like miles teller for tom buchanan
2: or or Glenn Powell, since we're talking about <laughs> Glenn, his, Glenn yeah. Powell. Glenn Powell, <laughs> Glenn Powell would be really good as well. Yeah, yeah. Even though, like, he seems like he'd be a dick. Oh, you know who would be great directing it? Taika Waititi. It'll be funny. I think it'll be hilarious.
0: <laughs> I would love Taika Waititi to direct the Muppets' Great Gatsby.
2: Yeah, that That'd would be interesting. That
1: would definitely be interesting. Yeah. I'm trying to
2: think mm-hmm.
1: of anyone else. Uh,
2: Wait, who would be Daisy? Oh. Yeah, Kira like Knightley. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she, she, like, she
1: still looks like this, she should play it. Yeah. Why
2: not? Yeah, I mean, she was just re- oh, Zoe Kravitz. But I mean, the thing is, she has to be Nick's cousin. But Zoe Kravitz is a great actress. I so.
0: love Zoe Kravitz. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, she's just a great actress in general um god who yeah oh no no
1: <laughs> it was easier to cast the muppets
2: <laughs> yeah I know, it was true. so much easier to cast <laughs> the
1: <Muppets.
2: laughs>
0: yeah uh, i think we we struck gold there yeah all right well, well it's coming around to being time um let's go around and and tell everyone uh where you could we can find one another uh, laura we'll start with you
2: uh you can find me on twitter or on instagram uh, on just online platform you can just go to my website my name lauracole.com um and you can find my social media i am on twitter and instagram cool uh on twitter and Sirik on instagram um and i write for a whole bunch of places so i write for um like Nerdist, uh nerds of color, uh IGN uh M- Empire and a whole bunch of other places. So you can find my work when I retweet about them.
0: Nice. And Mike?
1: Uh you can find me on uh on all socials under Grip C four seven. Um I do a lot of just posting about random uh events that I'm at, like uh, uh concerts and and random, you know, nerdy things like that. So yeah
0: amazing Mm -hmm. and you can find me sabina graves on twitter at sabina has no r and on instagram and tiktok at going cool places like laura i'm all over the internet um but mostly right now you could find my work over at gizmodo.com uh, backslash io9 also known as io9.com where I write about a whole bunch of like very nerdy genre stuff um, like Marvel movies and fantasy movies and theme parks and the, all that jazz. Um, I did not just do jazz hands <laughs> automatically. I've exposed the theater kid in me. Um, and yeah like I also tweet out all my links. I did a lot of coverage for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and all that you can find online. And coming up, I'll be working on Little Mermaid, which I'm really excited for. Um, But yeah, so uh, follow us in all the places. And and if you stumbled upon this while trying to get... um, Cliff notes on The Great Gatsby, the book, through the movie, through not having to watch the movie and watching <laughs> a bunch of millennials talk about the movie. I hope we helped in some way. <laughs> yeah, guys, I have uh, a name. Darren Chris.
1: Oh,
2: Yes. That's,
0: that's all, I had all Yes. That. Okay. All right. right yeah. Thanks for joining us. And uh, stay tuned at Nom Talk for a bunch of awesome shows and content coming your way soon.